Well, good morning and welcome to church today. It's, it's wonderful that you can be here with us in person and online. Um, we're coming into a time when we are preparing ourselves for Easter. For many people, that is going down a traditional route of um, taking on board the, the moments of Lent and what that means with fasting and preparation and, and just remembering of what Christ has done for us and preparing our souls for Easter. For other people, not so much. Not doing the traditional things, not doing the observation of Lent, but as a church what we're doing is we're preparing our souls for Easter. We're going through a, a series, a sermon series, which is the journey to the cross with a subtitle that allows us to think differently in that space about what it means to move beyond our fears. To move beyond our fears so that we may have a life that is full, that Christ himself promised us. So today as we move towards Easter, I want to explore this thing. How do we move beyond the fears of having to be constantly doing something? How do we move beyond our fears that if we don't do something, then we won't amount to anything? How do we move beyond our fears that we'll be judged by our activities that we do? So to help us explore this theme for us, to help us kind of dig, dig, dig deep into this, I want to share with you from Luke's Gospel about Jesus interacting with two sisters. It comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42, and we'll put it on the screen for everybody. And it says this, As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing she came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not taken away from her. Have you ever been in that space where you've been preparing something, organising something, and people have just been sitting around and you've been getting more fumed up in your head about why don't they just see that I'm so busy, so overcome by all this, that wouldn't they just get up and do something? Have you ever seen that happen? you ever had that happen to yourself? I can see a few nods in the room at least, so that's good. So let's dive into this passage a little deeper because it'll start to help us understand this. So culturally back in the time when this happened with Jesus, the normal thing for women, and I hate to say this, the normal thing for women was to serve men. Now I, I, I hope and pray that we have moved beyond that within our sphere here but it is still something that happens around the world and, and it's not what God wants us to have. 
back then, when men were in the home, the women would serve them. And Martha was basically just doing what was culturally appropriate and what the society said was right. On the other hand, Mary, she was actually doing something that was not culturally appropriate, was not culturally acceptable. She sat at the feet of Jesus just as the disciples were doing. See, Martha was being a really good Jewish woman. Um, she was working hard to serve the man in her presence and and Martha was engaged in this service, in hospitality and in running a good household. See, what Martha is doing is there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with doing that work and serving. Could you imagine what would happen in your own household if nobody decided to cook? Nobody decided to clean, nobody decided to do anything? What would happen? It'd suddenly become a complete and utter mess. You'd be getting hungry and starving, you know. Um, it's, it's really easy nowadays because if, if you just Uber Eats it or something like that. But then even if you don't take out that stuff or you can't even be bothered paying anything, you know, you, there, there is stuff that you have to do around home. There's stuff that you have to organise and happen, and especially if you've got people over. It's nothing wrong with what Martha is doing. It's interesting to note that the Bible actually doesn't say that she was doing housework. And often we think that um, Martha was distracted by all the housework. She was doing hospitality. She was serving the people and the guests there. She wasn't wandering around just sweeping up the dirt in the place and making sure that the, the, all the light fixtures, lamps in that stage, are all dusted and everything's looking nice. None of that. See, Martha was being of service to Jesus being of service to those who are listening to Jesus, being of service to those, the disciples. In the Jewish first century world that they lived in, interestingly, it was only the men that could sit at the feet of the rabbi and be taught. So here is Jesus with a bunch of men sitting around debating and talking about God and God's interaction within the world with us and, and what passages from the Hebrew scriptures would be saying to, and the meaning of all of that and Jesus would be talking about life and how we can become closer to God and these men would be lapping it up and listening and yet women weren't sitting there amongst it. Now, they may have been and would have been at the fringe and periphery standing around listening, but they weren't in the prime position. They weren't there as though a disciple, as somebody who was setting themselves aside to hear the teaching of Jesus Christ. But amongst those men, a woman came and sat down. It was Mary. She was doing something that was typically reserved for the men at that time. She was becoming a disciple and taking the disciples' place. Jesus actually gave her the freedom that everybody else had in that space, all those men. Jesus gave her that freedom. No restrictions, just breaking down the barriers that were there, breaking down the cultural norms, allowing her to be a disciple as she sought to be. 
So the thing is, cultural norms, the things that become a part of who we are, what we do, they sometimes hold us back from being a fully devoted disciple of Jesus Christ. How many of you feel that a cultural norm that has become a part of your life, part of our busy life that we have, holds us back from becoming a fully devoted disciple of Jesus Christ? Now, to help you think about this question, I want to ask you another one, to have this in consideration as you do this. What do you consider to be really important in life? Don't call it out. Hold it in your head. What do you consider to be really important in life? You got it there? Yep, good, I've got some, yes. So how many hours a day do you spend on that? Does that match up to the importance that you've just said that this is important in life? How many hours a day do you place those important things or do other busy things that we have to do get in the way? Do the things that we have to do that are culturally appropriate get in the way? See, Martha was consumed by the busyness of her life, but Mary chose to do something that was important. She put aside time to spend at the feet of Jesus. Martha continued in her busyness in what culturally was appropriate for that time, to be doing all this running around to make sure everything was fine. Mary chose to invest in what was important. And Jesus actually commended her for her decision. See, busyness is is not only about packing in each and every day as much as possible. Busyness is also about the value that we place upon what we do. It's about the value we place on being busy. See, busy people, they feel good about themselves because they're busy. They feel like their busyness is a signal of their own worth. It shows that they're important to other people because I'm so busy. Have you ever come across people like that? It's amazing. They're so busy and they have to look up when when they can do something. You know, I have to be honest, I fall into this trap. I fall into the trap of being busy all the time and at times I forget what's important. I mean, this month is just a busy month. There's lots of things going on and trying to fit everything in and meet with people and do all of the things that need to happen. You're looking at the diary and you're scratching your head and you're trying to find time. How can you do it? The thing is, we all get busy. But what do we place as importance in that busy? Is it busy because you want to feel important, that your diary is full? Is it busy because the things that you're doing you think are important? It's busy because you just, you just cannot sit still? You can't be idle? You can't just stop? You can't just be in the presence of God because you've got to do stuff. 
See, our Western culture, busyness has almost become a badge of honour. Thankfully, here's one of the good things about being in lockdown for so long, is that people have realised that you can actually get things done, you can achieve your tasks and be less busy. We don't have to frantically go around from place to place to meeting to meeting to drive off this far to go to work and then come back. You know, we've learned a few things about slowing down and about taking on board what is important in life. It takes loss. It takes change to allow us to open up and see some of that. Have you ever felt guilty about um, filling up your day with all the tasks in the world? Have you ever worried about what people think about you if they just see you sitting back and doing nothing? Jesus said this in John 10.10. It says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that you may have life and to have it to the full. This is our theme. This is the overarching thing that we've been looking at. What has Jesus called us to do? He's called us to come and have life and life to the full. Now, Jesus didn't say, I came that you may have life and have it full of busy tasks. I didn't come and have you say, I've got a life full of to-do lists that I've got to achieve. To this, we need to change what we think and what we value, the value that is placed on achievement, the value that is placed on production in our society. We feel pressure all the time to constantly be achieving things, to be doing, to, whether it's in study, whether it's in work, we need to constantly be feeling like we've got to do something. A psychologist said this, it has become the norm to feel and think the more we are doing, the more we are worth. We want to change this. But unfortunately, our Christian work ethic that we've inherited doesn't help this because we want to feel like we're doing stuff. We want to feel like that we are important and doing God's work and we want to achieve and not be a slacker. We want to do more. But Jesus wants us to just be a disciple. He doesn't want us to do the things of a disciple. He wants us to be a disciple. There's a distinct difference between the being a disciple and the doing the, the things that the disciple does. See, Martha here in the passage that we've had today in, in Luke's gospel, Martha is doing nothing wrong. Matter of fact, she's doing everything right. She's helping and she's serving Jesus. She's making sure all the disciples' needs are met, all those things. But what does Jesus say? What does she, he say to Martha? In Luke 10, verse 41, this is what Jesus said. He says, but the Lord said to her, so Jesus said to her, my dear Martha, so he's not condemning her. This is not a condemnation. 
This is a gentle, let's change your focus. Let's turn your focus to something else. Dear Martha, you are worried and you are upset over all these details. He points out you're worried over these things. Then he goes on to say your sister has chosen what is better than worrying over the details to learn to be a disciple, to learn to be in the presence of God. See, Jesus was refocusing her from the worry of the busyness. Notice the words, you are worried and upset. See, when our busyness becomes a problem for us, we start to worry about it all the things that we have to do, all the tasks in front of us, and we get upset when people don't come and help or don't see that we're drowning under the mountain of things that were placed in front of us. Jesus wants us to refocus ourselves, and he gently refocuses Martha and says, it's not about this. It's about being a disciple, and I'm not going to take it away from Mary. She wants to learn she wants to be. See, the thing is, as a disciple, we also do stuff. Disciple of Jesus Christ, we do things. But we realise that being a disciple means that we're trying to actually understand and live out what Jesus has taught us, try and live out the way that Jesus lived within ourselves. So there's a lot of doing things there, but there's a lot of being. We need to remember in all of our life's business, in all the things that we start to go, I've got to get all these tasks done, I've got to have all of this happen, I've got to make sure everything's going on, we need to make sure that that does not spill over into our spiritual life as well, that we've got to make sure that we do these tasks, we've got to read the Bible, we've got to pray, we've got to make all these things happen in our lives in all of this busyness that we're going on and slot in that, you know, at, at 5.55am for 10 minutes I'm going to read my Bible you know, and, and then, then at, you know, 7.05 in the evening we're going to say grace when we have dinner and then... You know, maybe at, you know, 10 o'clock at night we're going to pray before we go to bed and I've programmed in my, my spiritual exercises for the day. But we've programmed them in, we've made them all about busyness rather than about spending time. And being there's nothing wrong with making sure that you set aside time for these activities but it's when it becomes the routine and the busyness and the life and everything else steps on top of it, then we miss out. We need to realise and remember that we do not earn our grace. We don't earn our grace through the busyness of life. We don't earn our grace with the work that we do within the church. We don't earn our grace with our busy lifestyle. God has given us grace, our forgiveness. The love of God is received by us as a gift, not a reward for what we have done. So I want to ask you this question as I wrap up today. Are you letting the busyness of your life get in the way of God's presence in your life? Are you worried about 
not doing enough, that that is the measure of who you are. The measure of who you are is not how much you've achieved, is not about the busyness in your life. It is about God's love. The measure of your life is what God sees in you, that you are wonderfully and beautifully made, that God cares for you and loves you and wants you to be close to him. Are we worried about being lazy? about stopping doing? We also need to realise that God doesn't call us to do nothing. God wants us to have this balance in our life, balance of serving and a balance of just being, never losing the sight of the joy of serving one another in Christ's name but also being willing to be a presence within God's love. Jesus calls us to be disciples. And being a part of a disciple is to be in the presence of God. Being a part of a disciple is to serve in the name of Jesus. It's a balance. So let's just pray. Loving God, we know at times, sometimes we get caught up and we worry and we become afraid of not achieving, of not doing, of letting people down. Sometimes we get worried and annoyed when other people sit and do nothing while we are frantic. Lord, help us to let go of those fears. Help us to let go of those things that are holding us back from becoming your disciple. Help us to let go and just be with you. Lord, may your grace, may your love be upon us now. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.